Episode 2 of the series, Our Voices Matter. Episode 2 is entitled, And They Had the Land. Bishop Desmond Tutu is quoted as saying, when the missionaries came to Africa, they had the Bible and we had the land. They said, let us pray. We closed our eyes. When we opened them, we had the Bible. And they had the land. With all this going on in our current, current time period of human history, especially here in America, for I know little of the places I will speak of the country where I live, America, I know little other than what I have read what the media gives me that I gain through research. However, I'm applying this, applying these words of Desmond Tutu to our current situation in the context of, number one, gentrification, where it seems that as a turnaround, community after community, it seems to be vanishing. In the context of smaller neighborhoods, as more high-rises go up, more development. And no, I'm not against progress. It seems like the more low-income spots, places that sort. In a symbolical way, land can apply, I think, to information... You say, well, we have information on the internet. Everyone has access pretty much to a smartphone or some type of internet in this country. Which is true. But I think land in this context also can apply to knowledge, not just gentrification as far as physical relocating of people or modifying certain areas. Land could apply to mentality of people. People in the context, how we are able to grow, how are we able to learn. As ancient writer once said, without knowledge, people perish. You may say, Alfred, you just didn't you know, I just mentioned the internet and this and that. And how we are, so, yes, we have access to resources. Many of us do. In the sense of what the So that's what you once stated. Knowledge was brought in the sense of biblical knowledge. I ask you though, have you closed your eyes? Some of you who are listening. Some of you may need to hear this message and not listening, but hopefully you will come across it by means of technology and the internet. Have you closed your eyes and symbolic way and taken in this new these ever, this ever-changing knowledge we have access to. 
whether it's through social media or the regular media, you, you, we're, we're flooded with information, which can lead to deeper knowledge if we choose to let it. As we dream and hope. Herein lies the word of caution. In this our ever-changing culture. When we see again neighborhoods physically being changed. Sometimes for I may call it a quick dollar. I don't know. And while I do not negate the value, I think, of information contained within the Bible, or in a loose sense, through our web, whoever your learning resources are, if said gaining of the information caused you to lose that which is truly valuable, that which is truly lasting, which is, I think, your voice, which Father says is entitled our voices matter, for you allow yourself to be silenced. Instead of speaking up for what is yours, what could be your the legacy that you pass on. Well, you say, well, you go right into this, and you bypass episode one, which was talking about African American church, Roe versus Wade, speak loudly for women's freedoms. This ties directly into that in the context that we must not surrender our collective voices as African Americans, other minorities, as we see progress in our ever-changing society, as we see more development in some certain places. Most of the others, whereas we see with our physical eyes the change, I challenge you to ask yourself are you allowing your mental eye to really see what's happening? Are you allowing your mental eye to leave your physical voice to speak up and say, No, I'm all for the change, I'm all for better, yet I need this piece of myself, this piece of my family. I need to maintain and retain. So that I maintain my own space, my own land. Sometimes people say, I need my space. In a sense, they need their land. Are you allowing yourself to speak, to maintain your space, to acquire? And say, I need these skills. I want these skills. I want these opportunities. I want, I want, I want, I want the new land. I want perhaps my land in the context of been expound, expanded as I watch the news on my phone <laughs> yeah I get it uh, I engage with other people in conversation I've come to understand the disparity gaps that are there and someone say the government should fix it but it amazes me how many people want smaller government, yet they want government to fix things for them. When all they have to do is open up their eyes to 
continue to own their space, their land. Yes, there are those of, on the front line speaking loudly against some of the unhealthy changes in our society. The slow eroding, such as the slow eroding of freedoms for all. So that greater freedoms be given to some. As I talked about in the previous episode, women's freedoms. How Jesus spoke out for women's freedoms. So while there's nothing wrong with surrendering and giving up some things, I think the greatest tragedy is when you give up all that really is tr truly valuable. I for one know what it's like to allow oneself to tap into some type of biblical, spiritual, whatever you want to call it. Um, I said uh, one day the Lord will fix it. Or, or whatever your belief system may be or may not be. Which is uh, many ways what ha happened physically in the country of Africa. Missionaries came. And I'm still amazed at how many times I hear evangelicals and yeah, that's a top bullet since this area for me. Other somebody wanted to go to Africa. They want to help people in Africa. And I look around me here in this country of America. We have some of the men who read so much, so much even out. Though we, some may say, well, you are, the economy is this and the economy is that. You have so much to offer. If which can, in a sense, help us to retain our land, our space. I was speaking with a lady in a supermarket yesterday, which was Monday, briefly, and I jokingly said, hey, uh, <laughs> you know, nice to have somebody buy your groceries for you. It'd be nice to have somebody buy groceries. And he said, Alfred, why would you say that? Because I told a stranger, are you without often without even thinking about it as a segue into the importance of doing for others in spite of what you may or may not have. And she's like, it makes respond to that. Uh, yeah, that's a nice thought. If you had it, but things are so tight now. How I beg to differ? I beg to differ. No matter how things are personally as individually. There's always room to give out to someone else. Perhaps even if you were in a grocery shopping line and someone has a small order, you buy, pay for what they've gotten, or hand them a few coins, offer it at least. You say, well, Alfred, how does this tie into they having the land? It ties in this way. When an act of generosity, as small as it may be, 
I've discovered. I hope you, if you've not already done so, perform some act of generosity. There's repercussions. Not repercussions, excuse me, wrong word. It has benefits. Perhaps the person smile. You don't know what's going on in that person's life. Their space, their land, they're occupying right in that moment. Maybe one where they are in some type of distress. Or there may be a person who can afford XYZ. Who knows? But that generosity is investing into their land from your land to their space. So, so they open their eyes. They're not already open to generosity. They will see this is about the we collectively. Stop by saying a prayer or being a talker. Because like when tragedies happen, they all that's pray, that's pray. It's, it's that thing we speak in action. Yes, I've hashtag things in this very brief live stream, such as the Bible, Christianity, Western teachings, minorities, and women. Because at the end of the day, this is really what I'm getting into. Again, I'm emphasizing again. Speaking, this series deals with us minorities, whether you're African American, some other nationality, this is women. I mentioned the word gentrification, social inequalities, all that. It ties in all of that in the sense that for whatever reason, we have learned to harness the power of prayer in some form or, of a, or another. My question is, when we open our eyes up at those prayers, or do we have the land still do we still have our space are we still prospering in that space are we still dreaming in that space are we still working towards things in that space or are we allow different interpretations of christianity in our western culture to continue to create that gap those gaps those economic gaps those gaps of injustice are we continue to sit home instead of going to the polls Using our one power, our voice, by means of the vote. And no, there are no perfect candidates. And yes, we still live in a under a two-party system, basically in America, and a third part. And unless you vote for one of those other, some things we have the choice of two evils. He said, "How did you jump all the way over here to voting again?" I'm jumping because this is where we have our voice, not just in our prayer for state. If you are a Christian and you are a believer. And you're the minority, a racial minority, a woman, a person of faith, worship. Are you exercising not just that voice in prayer, but exercising that voice at the polls? There are things written in the laws already that are slowly being eroded by some of the powers that be. You say, Alfred, are you not saying similar to what? Others are saying that Americans are Christian. No, I'm not. Americans are not Christian. But I do know that as a racial minority, as a minority of sexual orientation type minority, different types, levels of minorities, I can't, I'm not going to go all different levels, but I know 
that the majority of the, those who are in power encourage us to pray, to have faith, to believe that they have our best interests at heart. That only goes so far if we choose not to have our own best interests at heart. Sometimes I will even suggest praying with your eyes wide open. Being aware. I hope that more people of minorities will chime into this because of the hashtags and listen to this podcast. I hope those of you who are in positions of power and influence who are listening and are in a position to create opportunities for others to help those of you who are working to level to create a more level playing field for all people here in America from the church the pulpit as someone would say from religion to politics across the spectrum those of you in those positions do not be one
Thank you.